Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, this one is about as simple as it gets. Welcome to Agitators Anonymous. This is the Tuesday bonus discussion, rock, metal, music, blah de blah de blah all those kind of things. This one does what it says on the tin. It's a pretty easy listen uh, with my good friend Adi Odde from Solstafir from Iceland. And these are kind of part of a series of just chats we do about pretty big, pretty mainstream bands. Uh, you don't get more big or more big, bigger or more mainstream than ACDC. So, if you don't like ACDC, well, okay, we will forgive you for fast-forwarding until Friday when there will be a bit more discussion about some other interesting things that happened. Um, but this is just me and Adi going over the first half of ACDC's career and just debating the albums, discussing... Um, the band, all that kind of thing, looking back through history, you know, uh, going over elements of our own childhood, our own upbringing, what the band meant to us, all that kind of thing. And yeah, ACDC is kind of like the prime mover, one of the first bands you ever, ever get into. And for me, it was somewhere around, I guess, 83 or 84 or 85, whatever, as you will find out if you listen um, to me and Addy talking nonsense for the next however long. All right, this is Tuesday's uh, bonus agitators anonymous it's just a little bit of rock and roll and there's nothing wrong with that and we will see you on friday for something a little bit different recording in progress okay no cursing then no cursing no cursing um it's fucking shit everywhere i mean that's a fucking weird thing isn't it it's like a hologram yeah that's not, oh yeah oh, that's whoa it's like a psycho circus by kiss yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly like that Psycho Circus. Hey, hey, before, uh, you know that Kiss reformed with all the fucking stuff on, and the only city I think that they didn't sell out on that tour was Dublin. There were so low ticket sales for the reformed Kiss with paint on that they cancelled the show, which I'm quite are you talking about nine? Are you talking about 96? Yeah. I'm quite proud of Ireland went, meh, don't like that. Well, the, th- the things that you're proud of, you shouldn't talk about them. <laughs> um, no, yeah, it's, it's fucking weird. They came back everywhere, and Dublin went, ugh, no, we don't really like it. 
Well, I saw them in 1996 in Donington, and they were fucking killer. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Let, let's not talk about Gene Simmons here. Okay. So, ACDC. Seeing as there was such an, such an incredible demand from everybody um, after our incredible Metallica opus that we should do a, a, an ACDC one. But everybody asked me if we should do a Saxon. Sa Saxon. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not doing a Saxon series. Why not? <laughs> what else are we doing? They haven't done a good album, so. Whoa. Yeah, it's a good start, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I, you know, to begin with, it's kind of weird. ACDC, because you sort of get into ACDC uh, around. Yeah, when we went the race. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So you, you get into ACDC, sort of like Metallica, prior to the internet. And and the first thing I hear is sort of uh, who made who, maximum overdrive. Oh! Yeah, I have it, man. No, but I, that's, so, that's, the one, that's the one I was reaching for before you even said that. So, yeah, so this is the first thing that I heard with ACDC. Same for me. And, and, and so this is, and then of course, this is 86. Yeah. So, and then of course the racers ads comes out, right? No, 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 no. What's in between? Um, hang on. Between? Is it? No, no. You've got. Oh, is it? Blow up your video. Your video. Yeah, blow up your videos next. Yeah. But but okay, this is not a good album. Uh, well, now hang on. I are we going to start at the start or is this what we do? Yeah. Okay, let's start at the start. Anyway, so my point is, this is the first thing I heard. Yeah. And then, of course, I go into the Racer's Ads. So that's sort of your vision of ACDC as a young man. But right. as a grown man, I would have, you know, late teens, early 20s, I would sort of dive more into it. And today, I just would say Power Ads is my favorite album. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I've, you know, uh, investigated their whole career to the first song they did. So, you know. Yeah. So, you know, you sort of, uh, get to this. first first impression is, you know, who made who and race to set, but, you know. Anyway, well, first well. album, you have, uh, you have, you have, uh, oh yeah, different version, mate. Okay, let's look at that. What, okay. First things first, what, which record label is yours? Mine is, um, Atco Records. Warner Communications made in Germany, 1976. Yeah, so, so yeah, this is the funny thing with ACDC. The first albums, it's it's European edition, it's American and Australian. So you can find some, you can find some of these albums with three different album covers, and three different track lists. Okay, so let's. So what's yours? I mean, I what I love about this one is I don't know if on the back it has all the letters from their school. You know. Yeah. Same. 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 Ah, okay. Same. same. All right. Okay. But uh, read me the track list. What's song one? Um, okay, you've got A Long Way to the Top. Yeah. Rock and Roll Singer. Yeah. The Jack. Yeah, and The Wire. Long Live Wire. Wire. Side two. And then TNT. Yeah. Can I Sit Next to You, Girl? Yeah. Little Lover. Yeah. She's Got Balls and High Voltage. And High Voltage, yeah, okay. So this is the same track listing, but different cover. Right. Album cover. So I guess... I'm not, you know, an expert on this uh, different. There's different track list. I think, for example, 
Right. L- Little Lover isn't on all of them. Okay, well, you've got, you see, according to Wikipedia, um, high yeah. voltage in 1975, Australia only, then TNT is the same year, Australia only, and they're slightly different albums. The difference of which, um, the first thing is, oh no, hang on, 74 Jailbreak, where the fuck is that? 74 Jailbreak isn't 74 Jailbreak. No, it came out in 1982, but I have that on record, where the fuck is it? No, well then again, that's an, an, we will get into that, that's weird because it didn't come out in 82 because Bond is on it, right? Yeah, no, it did come out and it was released in 1982, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Um, I mean, I have it on... Uh-oh, wait a second. There's, what is it? There's 74 Jailbreak. Look. So this is, these, what, are the so- these are, I think, the other songs, including Jailbreak, which are on the TNT release that aren't on high voltage. I have fucking... Yeah, this is the confusion about the Australian version and the American and the European. Where's my fucking record of it, though? Uh, I think I have a CD that has a t- different track list. Anyway, uh, what do you think of this album? Yeah, I mean, look, it's fucking... I'm not... I mean, I wouldn't... Little Lover, I could do without, but the rest of it is... Yeah. Fucking, the rest of it is fucking amazing. I mean, it's... Th- I mean, you know, it's a long way to the top. Brilliant song, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rock and roll singer, another brilliant one. Yeah. Uh, she's got the jack. Ah, yeah. It's all right. It's yeah. all right. Live wire, fucking brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's off the chart. TNT, I mean, you know, it's it's a killer song. Yeah. Bon is great in it. Yeah. Um, high voltage, fucking killer. Yeah, she's got. So it's like class. I'm not so much into can I sit next to you, girl. Like the more before they found the hard sound, which you can tell. I'm not. I mean, having said that, if you look at 74 Jailbreak, Jailbreak is amazing. Soul Stripper and Show Business, Baby Please Don't Go. I mean, they're kind of covers. They're more kind of bluesy soul rock. But yeah, yeah. Baby but soul s- 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 sort of remains of uh, the way beginning. What song did the original singer again, this Evans guy, sing here? Um, I think. Can I sit next to you, Curl? Yeah. Is it I that one? I think so. So that's the only song prior to Bond here, right? I think so, yeah. My God, there's a well, lot. You know. um, can I say next to you, girl? Yeah, with Dave Evans. Um, School Days is a School Days. Coded version of Chuck Berry. School Days isn't on our version of uh, the European. Yeah. Version. School Days is. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's, That's uh. But anyway, so this is a killer first album. You know, there's a few fillers. We can, you know, we can't expect all of them to be fucking perfect, right? No. I know it's um and somewhere before the end of this I'll find my seventy four jailbreak, but um no it's it is it's incredible and uh, I mean I prefer this artwork I think it's pretty iconic you know yeah I mean this isn't really a good artwork right N- no, no I don't think so Although I mean I know, I know people who would love it because it's shite you know the kind of yeah people but where the one the one you have uh, hold on there is another one right there's a uh, Alan TNT uh, okay, that's a totally different one. TNT, this yeah. is a, TNT is like a, a box which looks kind of cool of TNT. Okay, so Alan. Okay, here. Okay, so this is interesting. I forgot about this. So the track list here. Yeah. This is crazy. This is like the Australian version or something. 
Right. I mean, no, this this can't be. What? What? Why am I not aware of this? You want to know the track list here? Hey, of course I do. Baby, please don't go. First, so from yeah. Jailbreak, okay. Uh, she's got balls. Okay. Little lover. Okay. Stick around. Stick around. I don't know this song. I don't. Soul think. stripper. Yeah. You ain't got a hold on me. Yeah. Love song and show business. Okay, so that so that's like a, mi a mixture of mostly seventy four jailbreak. Um, yeah. Cool so is this is, I mean, this is so fucking confusing, man. How cool! Yeah, is it's that? brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm I'm guessing if this is the Australian version, maybe it could be a bootleg. What? You, where? What? Where's it printed? Where's it pressed? No, I mean it's, it says EMI and Albert, and you know it's a. Uh, All right, Fat Albert. Yeah, I mean, I don't think this is a. Uh, 1974 Albert Productions. Okay. Yeah, this is probably the Australian version. Can you uh, Wikipedia High Voltage Australia edition okay. version? High Voltage Australia only, okay. Um, track listing. Yeah, baby, please don't go. She's got balls. Little lover, stick around. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this is the Australian version. This is the Australian version, which is not as good album. I mean, it's no. missing High Voltage. It's missing all TNT. and it's missing, so It's missing the opener. Which is one that yeah. So the Australian version of High Voltage, it's not a good album. No, I don't think so. No, no. So the, anyway, so the record company in reimagining this did a very good job. Somebody sat down and went, you know what? It's a long way to the top. Has to be the opener. I mean, yeah, yeah. it has to be the opener, right? I mean, this this album is basically it's a long way to the top and TNT rock and roll singer High Voltage. You know, uh, live wire. I mean, that's sort of the songs of this album. Yeah, this so, makes this this a fucking awkward thing. The Australian version. Yeah, um, and with all due respect, this has still probably got to be one of the greatest debuts of all time in rock and roll. Has to be, doesn't it? I sure, mean, sure. I, I would say it's there. I mean, you know, uh, let's hold on. So, if we continue, uh, you want to talk more about this album? I don't know. I mean. I mean, so, and and that, con uh, what's how the fucking, next album? Is it how fucking cool do they look on the back in the photos, though? I mean, it's so. I mean, yeah, I mean, Rickenbacker. Oh, it's it's of course it's Mark on bass here with a fucking Rickenbacker. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And even Malcolm Young looks fucking cool as fuck on the back here. Okay, so but we can talk about one thing though is that this is of course. Uh, they had a singer before they did some shows yeah so and they find bon yeah he was in a band called fraternity which is a sort of like yeah and the valentine so West, he was in two bands fraternity yeah and the valentines what's it called the valentines yeah so yeah so to the doo the, band so the thing one is, yeah uh, no go on one of them was uh almost like a beetle era band yeah you can see him like uh with the same haircut as George Harrison in 1962. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, he had toured Europe before. Yeah. He had been living in England, so he was almost like a has-been of burnout. Sort of, yeah. I mean, I always said that, the, in a way, um, and it always used to piss people off back then when you'd argue about ACDC, that 
I mean, Bon Scott wasn't the dyed in the wool rock and roll, like rock and roller biker kind of guy. I mean, in fraternity, he was wearing beads and kind of like yeah, yeah. flowery shirts. I mean, he wasn't the archetypal. I mean, of course, he was in one respect, but, but in another respect, he kind of changed his. Maybe that's what you did in the early seventies, but he changed but then, then, a few times, you know. But then again, Alan, if you look at it, I mean, so Bon joins ACDC in what seventy five. I guess it must be, yeah. Okay, so Bon is uh, a veteran, a veteran rock and roller, right? Yeah. He's toured the world. He's missing teeth. He's a raging alcoholic, rides a motorbike, almost died from a motorcycle motorcycle accident. True. He has fucking tattoos. Yeah. Who had tattoos in 1975 except oh, yeah. for sailors? Just true. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, but even in the 80s, uh, the guy with the tattoo was the, sort of the bad boy living on the hill that he would never fuck with, right? Here comes Bond in 1975 yeah, yeah. with tattoos. Uh, so he was a kind of a wildcat, though. Yeah, the funniest sure. thing was that, I mean, he's probably uh, mid-20s uh, when he dies. No, when he, when he joins, joins. Um, Mid late twenties. Yeah, he was definitely older than everybody. I mean, I mean, 74, yeah, seventy four jailbreak. Angus Young is, I think, sixteen, fifteen, or sixteen. Angus, Angus couldn't be uh, inside the bars when yeah, they yeah. were starting. Yeah. Anyway, so what's the second album again? Is it is it this one? Yeah. Yeah, which, yeah. Which yeah, yeah. always, which to me, this is one of the kind of the weirdest records in the ACDC catalog, in the sense that um, when I was a kid. When I finally got it, it was quite hard to find. I mean, not only is the cover fucking shit, the logo shit, the whole ACDC thing yeah. is not yet crystallized. There's brilliant, this is, there's brilliant songs yeah. on it. Then there's also, I don't know, there's some songs on it I don't really get at all. But when you look at the track list here, it's pretty fucking special, really. I this, mean, is the, this, is, this is the weird thing, Alan, about ACDC. They've had four or five logos. So yeah. this is one of them. So see, yeah, that's terrible. This is one of them, and of course you have this one, two, three, yeah, and of course the current one is the fourth. I think I think there's the fifth one. Yeah, I mean, look, like, uh, like, do you have a lyric sheet in yours? How fucking weird is that? No, I mean, but this is probably I didn't buy this new, of course. I bought this second hand somewhere. Okay, this is uh, seventy-six Warner. Atlantic Records with the famous. Yeah, it's the same as mine. But then again, I mean, there's songs here. It's the first like, uh, famous Atlantic, you know. I mean, there is brilliant I mean, songs. Right On is, is an absolute fucking okay. so, classic. Tell me, what do you think about the title track? Um, I think it's cool. I mean, one thing that I found really strange with this album is that I find this um, the songwriting is very simplistic, almost more simplistic than some of the songs from High Voltage, and certainly more simplistic. And like, I mean, there's going to be some rocking and ain't no fun waiting around our just classic barroom boogie. There's almost one riff to waiting around to be a millionaire. You know what I mean? Like two riffs. It almost reminds me of status quo sometimes. Or like it's sure. And you look at one year later, they're getting into much more. Like there's no riff raff. There's no bad boy boogie. There's no anything with nuanced no. songwriting, even though. I mean, Rocker and Problem Child are more or less the same fucking song. You know, yeah, but then again, I mean, the, the pr Problem Child is on uh, it, It's on the next album as well. It's this version. 
They, they yeah, took, ex ex exactly. So, they so took, it's uh, they took the song Crapsody in Blue off. Oh, we'll get to that anyway. Yeah, but so this album, I can't really remember the story. It comes, it doesn't come out in America at the same time. Yeah, it came out in America in 80 uh, or 82, I think. Yeah, so it's, it's the, this whole catalog is so confusing. They're making 74 and 82. Uh, they're making songs with Bond in 1986 on Maximum Overdrive. So it's... Uh, so I think... But that, anyway. The story is, I think, that this album was released on the back of... At one stage in the American Billboard Top 2, two Top 2 was Back in Black. And then For Those About to Rock comes out. Yeah, yeah. Back in Black goes <laughs> back up to number two or to... Sorry to two and they released this on the back of that and that goes to three yeah. so, so that's one, crazy one two and three i think yeah 1982. so i think i mean like i say dirty deeds is such an okay uh song love it for his feeling uh, i could do without that i i it's not a really good song big balls ah uh, it's crap uh, yeah, sorry it's, it's crap yeah, it's rocker really it's not a great song come on thin, not as good as thin lizzy the rocker that's for sure no like for sure uh problem child is a good song yeah uh, there's gonna be some rocking. It's okay, yeah, I like it. It's okay, yeah, yeah. Ain't no, I love actually. Ain't no fun yeah. waiting around to be a millionaire. It's the, it's the, but, but what makes that song is the lyrics, I think. And, and sure, Bob, like Bon Scott makes uh, makes this makes some very straightforward songs, uh, gives them character and personality on this. This is when he comes into his own to take the songs to another level. You could imagine, yeah. if you put some uh, crappy, really crappy, mundane lyrics, this wouldn't be a good uh, good record. It's but it's it's very much, yeah. The it's very much. It's very two. much. Bon Scott, same as uh, gonna be a rock and roll singer. Yeah, yeah. And if he would go to power, it's uh, down payment blues. He's basically singing about being a poor rock and roller yeah. wanting to be a rock star, right? Yeah. Right on is a great song. Classic, yeah. Total classic. Yeah. Great, but it's very much CC top stuff here. In a way, yeah, but it's also. I mean that the solo in Ride On is one of my favorite Angus Young solos, you know, near the end. Yeah. Squealer what do you think is a great about song. It's a great song. Squealer's cool. Squealer's cool. Yeah. What about that bass line? Do 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 the bass line is classic, you know. Yeah, it's good. But you know, this is not not this is it's not one of the best albums, right? No, certainly not, no. Uh, album cover is weird. Shit. Loco is loco is not the best loco, so I mean, they did anyway. the, the live pictures of the band inside. I don't have that on mine. I have the CD somewhere else, but I lost it. They're fucking Can't cool. The, the, the band pictures are real, sort of murky black and white sort of thing going on. You think this? Oh, yeah, this is cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the original cool. one. Yeah. Much Do we cool. have a... Let me see the album. Is it the same Atlantic classic post? Yeah, this yeah. One. Exact same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what color is your is that orange or is it more it's orange how deep is the orange mine is very deep it's like like the dutch national football team okay see mine's darker that's yeah. proper nerd stuff there oh yeah no the, the the lyric sheet i mean why you'd need a fucking lyric sheet i don't know because it's like an old thrash, uh, it's like an old thrash metal lyric sheet but yeah the po the pictures of the band are the grim black and white backstage pictures are much cooler than the album cover. I mean, look at this. this is look at this picture here. Check it out. Yeah, it's like Brazilian black metal. Yeah, how cool would that be as the album cover instead of the fucking shy album cover we get? It's kind of cool. But uh, this is uh, a 1972 press. 
some French, some French. Can't be seventy-two. Weird. Can't be seventy-two. No, no, no. Of course not. Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Yeah, it's eighty-two. It's, it comes out in uh, nineteen seventy-six. Yeah. Okay. What's the third album then? Well, it's Power Age, isn't it? Is it Power Age? Fucking hell. No, sorry. Let, let there be rock. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yes, let there be rock. Okay. Hang on. Where the fuck is my let there be rock? I have two versions of let there be rock here. Keep talking. Okay, I found another one. So I have two dirty deeds. Neither one has the inlay. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. So, uh, 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 let there be rock. This is a new edition. Fuck, I have to find this my... one is. Uh, Hang on. If you're if you're Icelandic, you'll find this amusing. Þessi plata hérna er árutuð af Bubba Mortens. Stendur hérna Bubbi Mortens. What does that mean? Uh, <laughs> it says if you're Icelandic, you will understand this joke. So um, you wouldn't understand it, you know. You have you have to be special. Special. Uh, I'm definitely special, but uh, when you're not not that kind of special, mate. Be careful, don't get me cancelled. No, I know. Uh, Where the so, fuck? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I, what's is, the language? What's the language, dude? What's ah, the language? Okay, hang on. So this is uh, only floppy. There's no album in here. This is from my DJing days. It's gone. My record is here. Hang on. But no, my point is, I bought. See, see this. Yeah, yeah. 20, 29 quid. So I bought myself uh, a brand new. Oh, this is so beautiful. It's like. It's not a scratch on it. That's what you so want. So I have scratches. a. Fuck you. Check this out, man. See. Well, it's a reissue. Total this the, reissue. This is the original one. How, how iconic is that fucking. Picture. I mean, you know, this is, <laughs> this is very weird seeing ACDC with a different... Yeah. Well, I used to do this thing, I don't know if it's in this record, where I used to... This is a fucking mess, hang on. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, there's, some, uh, there's some information here. Oh yeah, go on. Uh, initially, there were two versions of Rosie. The first had the title Dirty Eyes, which oh, was yeah. re 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 reissued, was issued in 97 as a part of the Bonfire box set. It's on this oh, yeah. as well. It's on oh, yeah. So you have the Dirty Eyes one. Dirty oh, yeah. That's eyes. more. There's... Yeah, it's on the box set. The um, whatever. Yeah. Um, so this is the first time we see the proper logo, though. So this is the uh, main the, the the arrival of the classic logo. So they've been changing logos every album until there. And I would say I would call this the first time we really get the real real ACDC, where in a sense the riffs start to become the driving force behind the band, not just Don Bond's personality. I think if you look at Dirty Deeds as a step backwards from the high voltage, almost. A I mean, Dirty Deeds. This is but this is a big, yeah. big step forward, and it's fucking heavy. I mean, this is a guitar-oriented, very heavy album. Well, Dirty Deeds is not. No, it's not. It's Dirty uh, Deeds is more boogie rock. 
and it's a bit yeah, with, more... with, 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 with way too many fillers. So yeah. here, this is not a filler album. No, absolutely not. So on your, uh, on your reissue, side, yeah. side track two, side two on my vinyl is Crab City in Blue, which I think is replaced by Problem Child for you, right? No, side two has Problem Child's one. Yeah. Uh, second track is Overdose. Okay. Hell and a bad place to be and whole lot of Rosie. See, look here, right? My the original one is Crab City in Blue, a kind of jokey song about having crabs. It's rubbish. It's just a slow, sadly walking, walking sideways gives me. The I can't even remember hearing that song. Yeah, it's 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 a really kind of throwaway song, which. They oh yeah. Okay. 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 Alan, here on my other version. Yeah. It is here. Crab City Overdose. Yeah, yeah, Crab City in Blue, yeah. Yeah. There you go. And Overdose is one of my favorite ever ACDC songs. It's an absolute fucking incredible. Yeah, song. I mean, that was when Bon was uh, fiddling with heroin, yeah? Yeah, I mean, look at, but like Bad Boy Boogie, that's got to be like top 10 ACDC songs ever made. That is an absolute. So, you know, okay, let's go over this. Go down. Yeah. Fucking killer, right? Yeah, total. Doggy Dog. Yeah, same. I can I can just see Bon Scott moving on stage singing Doggy Duck. Yeah. Uh, well, Let the Be Rock is, I mean, uh, as good as it fucking gets. Even yeah. even the video when he's yeah. jumping from the fucking altar. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy shit. And it's so heavy. It's almost like thrash metal. Almost. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, what you hear on the album is Phil Rudd doing... Yeah. It's so simplistic so long it's like almost six minutes or something yeah he did it in two takes yeah the second the second take is on the album oh, he's an animal so, i mean watch that watch the, the footage of them playing live around 77 78 the one rock goes to college if anybody watching this has never seen it ACDC no. college is just maybe that's i don't know how any band could have followed them in 78 at that time you know but and then what let me let me rock you can in that opening dang i mean you can hear it like fucking discharge you can hear fucking Venom. I mean, it's so heavy. It's heavier than what Motorhead were doing at the same time, you know? So Yeah, I mean, Motorhead sort of uh, are starting when yeah. this is sort of, uh, you know, and it's they're a proper band here. And yeah. uh, ACTC have always said they've never praised anyone, basically, except the Rolling Stones or maybe CC Top in later years. Mm -hmm. So point being there's that they've always been like, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, we are the best. No one else matters. Yeah, fair enough, I think. So, uh, and their whole mentality has always been like that. So, yeah. this whole Malcolm Young, you know, crazy, don't stand in our way. Here we are. And I mean, like, you've got the last two, Hell Ain't About Basically, to be into Whole Lot of Rosie. I mean, how the fuck could you argue with that? Maybe the reason this isn't my favorite ACDC record is because of Crab City and Blue and that there's one filler on it. Yeah, but that's not on this one here. I mean, here... Uh, but, but Problem so, Child is also a filler. You know what I mean? In, sure. in the context of this album. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. It's, it's even not. It's even on the album before, yeah. Yeah. But this is... Uh, is this... No. Uh, Mark Evans is also on the next album. Mark Evans isn't on this record. This is Cliff. Is it? No, this is Mark uh. Evans. He's not on, Mark he's Evans in all, is, all, is also on Power Edge, I think. No, he's not, is he? Is Cliff on Power Edge? Well, he's, he's definitely... 
Yeah, well, I don't know. It's hard to say who's... This is not Cliff. This is Mark Evans. But doesn't give me... Oh, yeah, Mark Evans' bass. Sorry, Mark, if you're watching. Mark Evans Sorry, Mark. that to be rock, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So... This uh, this used to be my favorite favorite album by them. Yeah, I could I could I could hear that as an argument. And uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I would say you know, uh, they just have the eye. They have the eye of the tiger here. I mean, this is so good songs. I mean, but it's it's still. I mean, compared to how great this album is, the things they were about to do, man. Yeah, it's crazy. But also, Let There Be Rock is the last album, I think, that has... It has a kind of really wild recklessness to the tone yeah. and sound. It's all like that's, the intonation is kind of... Like, they, you yeah. can hear, feel the heat off the valves. It's so hard as a record. I think it's album. what you were saying. This, 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 you mentioned discharge and stuff. Yeah. This is, this is not polished like the Rolling Stones. No. Even though it is just rock and roll... This is closer to rocking to uh, Rolling Stones than, let's say, metal. I mean, metal yeah. hasn't really arrived in 1977. No, so, I mean, I mean, even the first, if you take the bands who ACDC was influencing, who we call metal, like Saxon, Saxon is nowhere, oh, sorry, wrong record. Saxon is nowhere near as hard. Like, it, the tone, the attack is so fucking hard in yeah, this yeah. record. This is just a uh, Marshall 60s Marshall amplifiers fucking cranked. I mean, Let to Be Rock is a song uh, when it just, you can almost feel the, the heat, as I said, heat off the amps and the valves. This is like proper band in a room playing live. Yeah, exactly. This is crazy stuff. So uh, are we Reco done with uh, Let to Be Rock? Yeah, recorded in early 77. Okay. Yeah. You know. Also, I like the artwork in a weird, it look, it's kind of zombie filter. Uh, this is a great fucking artwork, dude. Yeah, yeah. Ah, it's fucking killer. I mean... Yeah, and I like the way that the people's uh, arms are kind of green, like almost like those, you know, like 70s zombie records or something. Yeah, you can see the filth of the stage and the yeah. cables, you know. This uh, this appears to be uh, before Angus Young got this wireless in his backpack. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking killer album. Yeah, I can't argue with that. I mean, not my favorite, but when I look back, when I look at it, if someone said to me, that's my favorite, I couldn't really argue with them, you know. Oh yeah, the next one you're holding is the fifth uh, fifth logo. See, the yeah, fifth yeah. logo. Yeah. Oh, is it the same as? No, it's the fifth logo, man. They have five logos. It's crazy. So this is the best album. For me, I don't have I, it on. Yeah. I agree with you, actually. This is the like the ACDC yeah. fans ACDC album, and I think, I think it's a bit of a yeah. I I think I couldn't argue. This is my favorite. I think. Um, M mine as well, but by far. I mean, you know. I wouldn't say by far. Because there's other ones I love, like it's it's like in you know a tiny like nine point six, nine point eight, nine almost. But this song, I think, what it, the difference with this album is that the tone is less aggressive, the songwriting is better, the structure, the dynamics. But it also it's more polished. It's more polished for sure. Yeah, but, no. but when they step down into to some different styles, like "Give Me a Bullet" is a little bit different. "Down Payment Blues" is brilliant as a you know a sort of slower track. Before when they did those slower things i found them a bit jokey crapsy and blue is jokey and whatever you know yeah. there's, there's no nothing, joke there there's no there's no joke at all in any of this you know no. um oh but there was some like and kicked in the teeth at the end is one of my favorite ever acdc songs that's just fucking. that's so, so it's so funny with kicked in the teeth because it's almost like let there be rock song but yeah. not quite yeah so uh read uh this this album for instance mm. 
was a late love for me. Really? I mean, yeah. I mean, this, uh, I can't remember when I sort of got into it, but obviously I had, you know, like I said before, there was the uh, homemade tool. And then, of course, you discover Razor's Edge, then you go back, then you sort of love uh, Highway to Hell. And then this, then my favorite is uh, uh, Let There Be Rock. And sort of then this one sort of comes. So do you have the original vinyl there? This is the original. No, I, I, this is a CD album for me, and I don't have the CD here. I never had this. Uh, I never had a fancy vinyl of this. Because there is, there is, um, as I understand it, maybe I have it. Um, Cold Hearted Man, which is on oh, side, yeah. side B, which is a great song. Kind of, uh, or is a kind of dark sort of almost soul yeah. type song. I think that was taken off the record. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you a funny. Uh, it's a brilliant song. Funny, sto funny story. So, Alan, look at that photo. Yeah. Look at that photo. Look at that photo. Yeah. This is from the same photo session as the photo on Highway to Hell. Is it? Yeah. Same photo session. <laughs> How do you it's know crazy. that? Oh, same white T-shirt or? This is the same clothes. If you feel. Uh, this is the same photo session as you see the photo on Highway to Hell. Well, I'm sure they're not a band who like getting together to have photo sessions. They didn't see it straight. No, no, but you know, but it's you know, but uh, so read the uh, I don't have it in front of me. Read okay. the uh, the track list. I mean, well, you got rock and roll damnation. I bet that's even they have Marrakesh. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's they're doing something like Marrakesh. That and uh, <laughs> Mar Marrakesh. What did I say? What did I say? Hey, rock and Marrakesh. 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 <laughs> I'm a ruckus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Give me a bullet. But, brilliant. It's brilliant. So two. Pre I mean, but neither one. Neither one of them is a hit, right? Down payment yeah. blues. F I fucking love it. Yeah. Story of my life. I mean, got myself a Cadillac, but I can't afford the gasoline. Yeah, yeah. I would have a Dodge Stratus outside my house. I couldn't afford to fix it. Yeah. Uh, sheriff knocking down my knocking on my door. Yeah, I, I would have uh, I, I would get eviction notes from the government here because I couldn't pay my so well, down payment say, blues. I will say something about down play blues and Keith from Destroyer six 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 made a great point to me. We were playing this record and we're sitting and he goes he goes you know my fucking he's mentioning sheriffs and get and you know uh, what's it um, he's using American slang of American police and American cars and he said oh, yeah. one of the first times. He says, because he, all the Aussies I knew, they were like, oh, we prefer older Rose Tattoo from the same year. I was like, what? And they went, because Rose Tattoo is so singularly Aussie. But he said, if you look at the oh, lyrical yeah. references, they're making references to American stuff, not Aussie or English stuff. And he just That's pointed out, he goes, he goes, yeah, he goes, they're making a play for some bigger, broader audience, you know, kind of for the gasoline, oh, yeah. sheriff, you know. Do they maybe say, do they maybe say patrol in Australia? <laughs> No, but you know what I mean, like. Um, he, no, no, exactly. But he's using like, using um, using American English, basically, or references. Which, which, yeah, when yeah. you're if you're influenced by Chuck Berry, that's obviously what you're going to do. But it's just sort of interesting in that it wasn't like um, you know whatever the English or the Australian language. Sure, but 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 then you said it take, as well. Doesn't take, it doesn't take away from it. It's just something. It's just an interesting. Yeah, thing. but then again. I get it. He's not using Australian references, but he's using rock and roll references. Exactly. And Chuck exactly. and, and Little Richard, uh, Chuck Berry and Elvis—they were not from Melbourne. So, oh. 
And also, if you listen to Thin Lizzy, I mean, Phil doesn't talk about the Gardaí Shikona or he's not mentioning, like, sometimes he mentions Dublin things, but actually, I shouldn't have said that. He mentions Dublin. talking about, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't talk shit about Phil in the mic. No, no, I was just saying that at all. When I just realized they will have you ev- evicted. <laughs> riff Raff. Can't argue with Riff Raff. It's a fucking. I mean, that's just about one of the best guitars riff in the universe. Yeah. And then side two opens up with Sin City, which has a sort of dark, gritty feel to it, which I think is really. Really cool. I think I think one of the you know one of the coolest things. Uh, so I don't know when YouTube arrived, but one of the first things that I sort of fell in love with watching YouTube was uh, ACDC's playing. It's '78, I think. They're playing this TV show. Yeah. And they're playing Sin City, and Bond has this uh, denim vest. It's a chewing gum, yeah. and you know these pants are just like the tightest pants in the universe. Yeah. And he has this tattoo, broken tooth, this, you know, this mullet haircut. Yeah. And there's this, like, the coolest cat on, the, on stage ever singing Sin City, of course. Yeah, him and Lemmy, that's about it, really. Yeah. Up to my neck in you, classic. Cla- great, great song. I mean, super driving rock. Up to, uh, What's Next to the Moon is a really strange song, really interesting. Uh, like, on this album, they really, they, they had things which were, I think, were they kind of left out of the albums after this, but like there's some straight, you know, much, there's some counter rhythms going on between bass and guitar and some really, this is why one of the reasons why ACDC is so hard to cover as a band to get all of the characters within it. Right. But there's some excellent dynamics going on, uh, like underpinning. But you know, that's, here, it's, you know? it's weird. I mean, this album, I mean, it, it doesn't really have, I mean, what is the hit of this song album? Is it Sin City or Riff Raff or Rock and Roll Damnation? Riff Raff, Sin City are the Rock and Roll Damnation can't be the hit of this album, right? Well, that's one. That's one of the reasons why people don't talk about it as much. Yeah, because it's it it yeah, it's not a Back in Black or a Highway to Hell or uh, yeah. No. But you know, and the but it, yeah, I, I think it's the most almost the most dynamically complete record in that you've got it's some songs with like slightly more difficult. Or different arrangements. You've got some bluesy stuff. You've got some soul-y stuff, and also maybe Bond's best vocals. Maybe Bond is fucking killer, there, man. He's just uh, really killing it. And uh, you know, but then again, you know, I think this is nineteen seventy-eight, right or nine? Uh, seventy-eight. Seventy-eight. So he has only two more, two more uh, years to live there. Yeah. Well, he died on February the what? February the tenth or eighth, nineteen eighty-two. Yeah. His his last gig was January eighty. Mm-hmm. So you know it's uh. Yeah. But this is this is kind of a weird album, you know, if when you think about it, because the next one, of course, is Highway to Hell. Well, wow. I, I guess, I, I guess, Mutt Lang, of course, I'm not guessing. I know Mutt Lang had a lot to do with it. Uh, well, oh yeah, this one. This is a fake live album recorded in Glasgow, right? I don't think it's fake. I think it is fake, man. How do you know that? I've got my infos. But the uh, you can you can watch the even okay. It's taken from. I mean, I of all the live albums that there, this is one of my favorite. Of all the live albums, if you compare it to Live and Dangerous, which is Sons of Overdose, I sounds, think I, it sounds yeah. live to me. <laughs> I think. Okay, I'm I'm hoping I get this right. I think one song here, I think it's Whole Lot of Rosie, is the same version as on Let the Be Rock, only with a crowd mixed on top of it. No, that's not true. It's not the same. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. It's not. They haven't just taken a track from the record and put crowd into yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I think they did. I don't think so. It's different. I no. mean, 
It, it is different. It's like I think this is one of the most live sounding live records. There's, and also you can watch some video from this. Yeah, but Alan, that's what they said about Made in Japan. That's what they said about Kiss Alive. That's what they said about all this. Sure, uh, sure. Judas, Judas Priest, Arm, know, you know, I know, that. I know that, but this is one of the few records that I've heard was actually genuinely live. And I can't really see ACDC going in and overdubbing things. They don't strike me as that kind of band. Whereas, you know, you take Unleashed in the East, Rob Alford had a cold one night and they redid his vocals. Live and Dangerous has apparently got tons of overdubs on it. But the thing about this is, like, if you listen to it, like, the vocals aren't perfect at all. Like, you would, if they were going to back and do overdubs, I mean, there's different solos. There's, I mean, it does say recorded around the world. Okay, it doesn't say specific yeah. show. But if you watch, I think that some of the some of the songs from this are on that Plug It In video thing there's a few recorded in glasgow um i don't know it doesn't strike me as as not live i mean out of all the bands, i have to I, think- uh, I have i have to ask my specialist friend smaury he's the expert on this but i think uh, i don't think so man I, I i mean go back and listen to whole world rosie it's a different thing solo it's they they couldn't have just had the goal to just yeah, place okay. the song are you gonna oh, i thought you were about to play it there no i mean it's um <laughs> i'm pretty sure it is about as near to live as you could imagine. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but like. Well, you know, we we'll never know for sure. But you know, I I don't think. I mean, people weren't really doing real live albums in the seventies, even in the eighties. Well, it was possible to make them, but of all the bands to not go and overdub things, it strikes me that you, the way ACDC were, you couldn't have imagined. I mean, you watch them play on that Rock Goes to College thing, and you see how incredibly tight they are. They don't need to go in and overdub things. The vocals aren't yeah. like falsetto, whatever you know. There. So, so tell me, tell me one thing here. If you, if you, uh, are we, uh, are, are, is, it, is it a weird live album? I mean, are they really playing all their hit songs? I mean, no. Riff Raff, of course, is fresh from the album before. Hell and the Bad Place to Be. That's of course from uh, Let It Be Rock. Bad Boy Boogie is from Let It Be Rock. The Jack. Rocker, I mean, yeah, I could do without the Jack problem child and rocker. I don't know what they're doing there, really. It's weird, like, it's it's because you're right, there aren't there aren't all the songs that are representing from Power Age. They're just, I mean, you've got Rock and Roll Damnation, that's sort of it. Oh, no, Riff Raff, okay, it opens. Oh, uh, Riff Raff, yeah, yeah, sure, you know. I don't know. I mean, I mean don't, don't, don't get me wrong, I, I love this album, it's a good album, but it's you know, it's a uh... The same as the only other, only other fake live albums but that see, I like. I'm not quite sure how fake it is. Maybe somebody can. Okay, so I'm gonna do this for once. Uh, I'm gonna ask Kerry in the comment section if you know that this is a fucking fake album. Answer. Yeah, I don't think it is, but of all the bands who wouldn't do a fake, ACDC strikes me as the band who wouldn't do it. You know. Yeah. All right. All right. So, um. So. Somehow, over all the years, I've lost my inlay to Highway to Hell. I mean, this is where it all gets very serious, but I only have the fucking record, so... Is that original record, or...? Mine. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's uh, 1979, Albert and Sons. Yeah. It doesn't say it's a reissue, but I doubt this is a 1979 press. Mine is 79, but like I said, I lost the cover. I don't know where it is. But this this is only a one. But I don't know, really, if there's other editions. This is only the uh, 10 song. Stop this fucking bullshit. Take this away. 
this is a 10 song album yeah of course uh the elephant in the house here is uh they have a um, producer who is not their brother yeah no the uh, bro- we haven't mentioned that of course that their brother george young yeah. was a rock star in australia and he was sort of uh you know, almost on top of his game when he came, when it comes to producing. So he produced all the all the ACDC albums until this one. Yeah, and you can. I mean, I think Power Rage obviously is a very accomplished job, but you can hear even on this one that some of those solely um, bluesy excesses have been like this is super. It's as if they really, you know, it really has been produced to like m- move the songs into this very lean, muscular style. Even though, of course, it ends with Night Prowler and Love Hunger Man, which, you know, take this step down a little bit. But the first eight songs, I don't think there's even a, a note out of place. It's it's so fucking. No, no, but this is, uh, you know, th- th- obviously this is the Mutt Lang. Yeah. Uh, the South African yeah, Mutt Lang. He is a uh, amazing tracker. I'm not sure. What what make them get him? I don't know what he's famous for I think, I think before they were trying, this. Weren't they trying to sort of? They were trying to sort of move forward in America. Probably because I mean, this is sort of uh, when big backing vocals and choruses arrive. Yeah, I mean, Highway to Hell, of course, being the best example. I mean, it's just this is million dollar chorus with backing vocals. Yeah, I mean, it's it's this is oh, this is talk about opening your record with maybe one of the the most famous guitar riff of all time. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's only it's, you know three minutes twenty six seconds. It's perfect for radio. Mm. Brilliant, uh, almost like a Rolling Stone ish guitar riff, yeah. except it sounds like ACDC. And the cover is so fucking. It's so. Incredible. I mean, you know, this is just, you know, with the whole, you know, tail. Yeah, yeah. It's just basically, and, and you know, and even, Alan, the title, I mean, Highway to Hell. Yeah. I mean, it's great. Also, and highway. you know, the, the stiff upper lip here mm. on Angus and his Bond's gritty smile. And this is uh, Cliff's first album. Also, wearing, no, Cliff was on Power Age. Didn't we talk about this before? Is he on Powerage? He is, yeah. There he is. Are uh, you sh- he's there. Uh, uh, oh, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, he's on Powerage. I checked it. Oh, yeah, he's on Powerage. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Cliff. Um, uh, yeah, but also Bon Scott wearing a pentagram always intrigued me when I was a kid. I was like, uh-huh, highway to hell. Interesting. Of course, the little satanic redhead from Dublin loved yeah. that. Um, but... Yeah, but all I mean, track by track, I mean, what can you say? It's just ridiculous. Girls got rhythm, walk all over you, so good. Touch too much, even brilliant. A, a sort of sexy rock song, beating around the bush. Wow. I mean, be, I mean, beating around this is the fastest ACDC song ever. And even, even, even the riff, it's almost like riff raff style. Yeah, yeah. It's so fast riff. And Malcolm Young's no. right hand is fucking off the charts on this. The day it's the day. like it's like you couldn't say it's nothing like CC Top or Rolling Stones, no, no. who you can sort of connect with most ACDC song, but oh. this is totally ACDC. Shut down uh, flames, get it. Hot. I mean, it's I mean, talk about a chorus. Yeah. Shut down in flames. Yeah. yeah. Get it hot. 
so good. If you want good blood, song, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I I'm, also, I, even as a kid, I mean, I was never really that into it. But Love Hunger Man is cool, but Night Prowler is a fucking evil song. That's a dun. It's about some serial killer, right? Well, I I think that um, I'm not sure about that. I think actually the serial killer himself adopted it. Um, it's Richard. You think so? Uh, Richard Ramirez. They called him the Night Stalker, but Richard Ramirez. I I'm not sure which came first, the song of the serial killer. I think he adopted it. Was based, the story goes? He wore an ACDC cap, and he was oh. playing it when he was driving around. Is what I I seem to have understood. Okay. So I could look so, at Wikipedia, um, I suppose, couldn't I? Richard Ramirez, the Night Stalker, what year? So at this point, uh, Bon, of course, is the uh, coolest cat out there. He's uh, been dibbling in heroin. He's a day drinker. Everybody said that um, Bon would be drunk all the time. So uh, um, Okay, yeah, so Richard Ramirez, um, this was 1985. So certainly... He was inspired by the song. I'm well, not inspired, but they, the, the, because he was wearing an ACDC cap. One journalist, I think, started to call him the Night Stalker. And um, if I haven't mixed, it, people who are into tort serial killers now, yeah, Night Stalker is gonna. I'm not wrong. 1985. Okay, so I thought it was 1980. The golden okay. era of serial killing. Let's um, stay on point here. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, you've got. Here's the thing. I, I'm about like this era in that Bond was living in London right now what I heard was that he was friends with UFO and of course yeah. um, Phil Mogg was quite into heroin at the time you've got Phil Linnett I think was starting to get into heroin then in 1980 I, I know oh. I don't know if Bond was I mean getting into heroin but certainly he seemed to be hanging around with people who were for sure dabbling in it you know well Phil Mogg was, yeah or uh, Pete Way sorry Pete Way was they were his mates and they were apparently hanging around and you could see a sort of scene of the other day I was watching the greedies, you know, the sex pistols and thin Lizzie having this joke band together. And you just mm. can see about the, the, about the dozen people who were sort of milling about in that 1980 rock scene in the, in London, um, taking fucking heroin and stuff. And I, for sure, Bond must've been around that whether he was taking it, I don't know, but, um, well, I think I, th I think even the song "Overdose" was about heroin. So uh, that's even a few years before. Think so? Yeah, I mean, but you know, this is the the, uh, the thing about these live shows in the seventies, eighties. People think about Zeppelin as the greatest live up live band, but they were shite in so many gigs. I think Bon was uh, not the best during a lot of these live shows mm. as a singer. You think so? Uh, it's the problem is yeah. that we just don't have that much record of it because now everything you do is documented on YouTube. But back then, like, um, you're, you're right. There were shows by Zeppelin and The Who that were long, meandering messes where they were back and forth off the stage. Which is never documented, of course. Yeah, never, yeah. Never, that's when people look back with rose-tinted glasses at the 70s bands and go, you know, how brilliant they were all the time. But um, you're, you're totally right. Nobody was documenting every single show. I have a feeling, though... In, when you read into ACDC that, you know, Malcolm and Angus, I have the feeling they wouldn't have tolerated, like, uh, messy well, shows on the vocals and stuff, you know? But it's it's different because, you know, we'll you know for the record, we're going to do a part two of this uh, ACDC stuff. Oh, yeah. So we'll get into that. I mean, uh, Malcolm, who is, you know, the leader of this gang, right? Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. He would he would later sober up in the eighties. Yeah, like eighty. So that's like, 
Yeah, so that's like a few years. So they're all drinking, and well, I think Angus is probably not, but Phil Rudd, of course. Yeah, yeah. He was doing his shit. He would leave the band soon. Yeah, yeah. Bon fucking died. So yeah, they were not exactly Christian boys drinking no, tea no. here. No, certainly not. But it's um, it's I, I I just I if you look at Bon Scott though, I mean he's such a fucking. There's not a pick on him. He doesn't somehow he manages to maintain this incredible athletic persona in the seventies when they're probably not training and working out and stuff, and he's drinking and he's doing drugs or whatever. He he look he looks like a sort of particular um, physical specimen that could have taken the battering and still got sure. sang riffraff, you know, which by all accounts he did, I guess. But it's um, but it, it it's kind of funny now because I think he was thirty four when he died. Can you Google yeah. it up? Uh, I'm not googling anything here. I think he's like thirty four when he dies. You mean Duck Duck Go it? Yes. Um, today I think some. What? No, no, I'm just talking to myself. Keep going. I think someone yeah. dying at 34 today, it's it's very tragic and very young. February the 19th, 1980. So, um, yeah, he was born, he? born in 46. So 34, yeah, 34 He's when he died, yeah. 34 when he died. I mean, and if you look at these late pictures of him, he looks more than like 44, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, he's he kind of always looks sort of old, you know, in a sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty pretty true. I mean, but 36, 34, I mean, you know, when looking 44, you know, he was. Yeah, uh, I even heard a rumor once from this uh, ACDC specialist that I know <laughs> that ACDC were considering replacing him. Really, right? It's possible. Yeah, I mean, you know, this 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 is a rumor, of course. I mean, an old rumor. Uh, that they were considered replacing him. Uh, he was he was a total drunk, of course. Yeah, yeah. And we don't, you know, he would be this happy drunk. And uh, did I tell you the story though? Because I'm a huge Spawn fan. Uh, uh, I would go, I would go to Mecca, like they say. I would go to. Uh, I was living in London. Oh yeah. I would okay. take the tube. I would take the tube down to uh, South West London. Uh, I had Google up. You can find on the internet a picture of the house that he found was found that dead. Yeah, outside of. So I would find the uh, house and I would go to this uh, road called it's called Overhill Road. Oh yeah, in South uh, West London, and I would walk there, find the house. I had Let It Be Rock in my Walkman disc player. Oh yeah. Uh, and I was standing outside the house in the parking lot when he died, where he died. Uh, I was having this very spiritual rock and roll sand moment when this lady came out the house and screaming at me, what the fuck I was doing staring at through her window like a fucking perf. Look at this. Oh, no, you probably can't see that. I just what is it? It's Bon Scott's death certificate. I just found it. On what I don't what know does it say again? I don't know how to share a page with you, but I just had to take a picture of it. You don't know that? Um, I don't know. No. How do I? How do you share a page? Oh yeah. Are you asking me now when we're recording this? That's very professional, Avril. <laughs> um, I'll put I'll put it on the screen. Yeah. Um, it says dead on arrival, nineteenth um, of February, King's College Hospital, Denmark Hill, Ronald Ronald Belford Scott. 9th of July, 46, born in Forfar, Scotland, musician. 
Um, 15 Abbey Court, Morford, Crescent, Westminster. Certificate received from blah, 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 blah. Um, acute alcoholic poisoning. Death by misadventure is what it says on the, on the death certificate. Whereas there yeah. are many stories about him um, dying of hypothermia, which is wrong. Who dies of hypothermia in London? But it's... Um, no, yeah. but he, he, I mean, he, he was passed out in a car and yeah. he could move him so he just put put a blanket in a car it can you know yeah he died of asphyxiation if, if, moment, yeah. so. so if i mean we've, we've all been hammered drunk and you will puke but if you passed out and I'm you a, can't move i'm not a puker well you're young son you have more to <laughs> learn but then again this is the funny what you said he's born of course like we know he's born in a uh, Kiramur or something in Scotland. What's the what, Kiramur? Yeah, Kiramur. Kiramur. So I've always said this to piss a few people off. They're saying that ACDC is my favorite Scottish band. <laughs> yeah. So if you have Bon and the Young Brothers, they're all born in Scotland. Yeah, Why aren't they a Scottish band? This is a Scottish band, right? Well, this is this. This is nature or nurture, isn't it? I suppose. Um, they, they're them and the Basie Rollers are the, like the best Scottish bands ever, you know. I'm pretty sure that uh, your friend Keith Destroyer is not going to agree with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he certainly won't. That's true. Um, well, they, they, they uh, the two young brothers, the young brothers moved to Sydney, right? Didn't they? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all moved as children, but they were born in Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, so this album comes out. Uh, it's. Uh, 79 and uh I, I will say at this point for anybody who doesn't know um they should go and check out yeah, yeah. to the sort of definitely definitely yeah. i mean like more like i said many sessions i had with my aussie mates sitting around drinking and whatever and they would go for rose tattoo seven you know 79 80 instead of uh acdc there's something more filthy and gritty about them but you can hear like you know um the same sort of vibe that sort of I mean, nice boys don't play rock and roll, of course. You know, whatever. I'm not going to start talking about Rose Tattoo. But Killer, yeah. Certainly, certainly people should go and, if they don't know Rose Tattoo, um, they should. Well, it's, you know, you, one might right say that one might, one might say that Rose Tattoo is the best Aussie band Whoa! since Akadaka is Scottish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go, man. I okay, mean, uh, so it, it comes out in '79. He's dead in February. Yeah. Um, and they they don't beat around the bush, uh, if one might say, because they get a new singer, which, by the way, of course, uh, Bon Scott recommended. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, I mean, are we are we going to do start doing the uh, Brian Johnson stuff now? We might as well, I suppose. No, no. Let's wait. Let's wait with it. You know. So you just want to do up till my glasses are fucking broken, man. They're fucking lopsided, like my brain. Anyway, that's not. I think we should wait, wait, wait with uh... part two and go do the next forty years. <laughs> do that. Part one is the first six or seven years, and part two is the next. Well, 42. yeah, but then again, we've talked about uh, how many great albums are here. It's uh, it's Highway to Hell is great, Power Edge is great, yeah, uh, Let There Be Rock is great. So it's. Um, Three brilliant albums. Yeah. The first one is good. Yeah. Uh, the life uh, one is good. Uh, the next forty-two years. It's crazy to say it, man. Yeah, it's insane. 
it it doesn't have. We're not we're not going to talk about twelve great albums, mate. No, it's well, not twelve great but albums. But I would say, and this is where I think we're going to differ, is that there's more than people think. Because uh, I'm all over the 80s. And well, stuff as well, you would so. be surprised. Oh, okay. I look forward to that argument. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. So we, I think we have a good teaser for that argument here. <laughs> all right. Well, then let's stop the let's stop the part one just in 1980 then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.